Hey everyone, so the episode before last, I covered the Netflix Cleopatra controversy. And if you're not familiar, basically Jada Pinkett Smith has this Netflix series entitled African Queens, and each season they cover a different, wait for it, African Queen, appropriately enough. Well, this season, season two, they chose Cleopatra. And here's where the controversy comes in. Based on what we know of history, it's thought that Cleopatra would have been predominantly Macedonian Greek with a sprinkling of Persian and Sogdian Iranian from when her family intermarried with the Seleucids early on. Alexander the Great conquered Egypt in the 4th century BCE, and one of his generals, Ptolemy, settled in Egypt and founded the Ptolemaic dynasty, and Cleopatra was that dynasty's last active ruler. And Ptolemy and his descendants, like Alexander, were Macedonian. But despite this knowledge we have regarding her background, Netflix, or the people behind the show, nevertheless cast a black actress, or to be more precise, half-black actress, as Cleopatra. And I think if they had at least found someone who looked like they could pass for Greek or Mediterranean or resembled contemporaneous depictions of Cleopatra, the actress's ethnicity probably wouldn't have mattered as much. But they chose to play up the black angle. The actress they cast, despite being mixed, looks of black African ancestry. And instead of wearing Cleopatra's Greek melon hairstyle that we see her wearing on coins and busts, they give her a giant puffy afro. And some will try to argue, including the show's director, that her family had been in Egypt for over two centuries. The Ptolemaic dynasty was founded officially in 30. 5 BC, but they had been there longer. And Cleopatra was born in 69 BC or BCE, so according to their thinking, surely they would have been of mixed ancestry by that point. But we know that, like other Egyptian dynasties, that the Ptolemies practiced inbreeding in an attempt to preserve the royal bloodline. Cleopatra herself had married two of her brothers, very uh, Jerry Springer-esque. May he rest in peace, by the way. But then people might say, as they do on the show or in the show, that there's some question regarding the identity of Cleopatra's mother and grandmother. Maybe they could have been native Egyptian. The hitch there is, although we don't know for certain, it's thought that Cleopatra's mother was a member of the Ptolemaic dynasty, uh, Cleopatra V who was married to our Cleopatra, Cleopatra VII's father, Ptolemy XII, Aulides, which means flautist or flute player. As I understand it, he used to like to play the flute in Dionysian festivals, kind of like Jethro Tull meets the doors. Pretty damn cool. But anyway, this Cleopatra V may have also have been Ptolemy XII, Aulides' half-sister. So, once again, keeping it in the family. And as for Cleopatra's paternal grandmother, Ptolemy Olides was sometimes characterized as being illegitimate, or, pardon my French, a bastard, and the identity of his mother, Cleopatra's grandmother, is unknown, but it's speculated that she may have been a concubine, possibly a Greek Alexandrian woman, or an Egyptian native, perhaps even a member of the Egyptian elite. 
But even if Cleopatra's grandmother was a native Egyptian, not everyone living on the continent of Africa is or was black African, and even though you probably would have found a variety of skin tones across the kingdom, most Egyptians probably weren't phenotypically black. In my last episode on this subject, I talk about how there's been DNA research that shows that despite Arab invasions, etc., that modern Egyptians are still primarily North African, like the ancient Egyptians, who were thought to have also been genetically related to peoples of the Near East, particularly the Levant. So if you want to know what the average ancient Egyptian looked like, they probably look something like the average modern Egyptian. But speaking of that other episode, at the time I was covering the controversy, the series hadn't yet been released, but it's now out, and the Rotten Tomato scores are absolutely abysmal. As of today, it has a 9% tomato meter score, and is that critics? I'm not sure. I don't spend a lot of time on Rotten Tomatoes, and an epically low 3% audience score. I don't go on there much, but I know enough to know that is pretty damn bad. And I'm sure a good deal of the devastatingly low score, or scores, is a result of the backlash around the casting and the choice to put political messaging ahead of historical accuracy, but it also seems that many critics were just unimpressed, noting the soap opera cheesiness of the reenactments. But I actually sat down and watched it. So how bad was it? Well, it's a four-part series, and to my surprise, they only really discuss Cleopatra's ethnicity and play around with this idea of her being black briefly near the beginning of the first episode, and then very briefly again near the end of the fourth and final episode. And in between, it's basically just like your boilerplate cable TV documentary, where you have commentary from experts interspersed with cheesy reenactments. But I will add, even though they may only have discussed her ethnicity or this idea that she may have been black briefly, in a sense, the messaging is still there on the screen throughout. You know, there's a black actress playing Cleopatra. They depict her father, Ptolemy Olides, as looking as if he may have been black. Even her babies by Julius Caesar and Mark Antony look black, or at least mixed African. And I'm thinking, wait, Caesar and Mark Antony are Romans, so basically white Europeans. The actress Adele James playing Cleopatra is only half black. Historically, Cleopatra was probably Greek with a little Persian mixed in. Where are these black babies coming from? And I just want, I shouldn't have to say this, but I will. In my everyday life, I don't care what color a person is. I don't judge people by their color. We're all part of one human family. I believe that both morally and genetically. Uh, we're all one species, you know. But I also believe in historical accuracy and putting historical accuracy before uh, political messaging. And, I, you know, I feel uncomfortable with all this talk about who, what color people are, but the reason why there was a controversy is because <laughs> they were playing around with the ethnic background of a historical figure. And I was debating whether to play clips from the show or not, and I'm a little gun-shy. I've recently gotten two copyright strikes. I never mentioned it on the show, at least I don't think I did, but over three months ago, 
I got a copyright strike from or because of Newsmax. I played this crazy conspiratorial clip on one of my news story episodes. I guess they didn't appreciate it, so they dinged my channel. And it, I believe it takes 90 days for a copyright strike to expire. And if you get three of them before, you know, the others have expired, uh, your, your channel's gone. You're done. So that cleared. And then I just received another copyright strike because a lot, it might have been two years ago or something, just as a goof, I don't even think it was monetized, I uploaded a clip of Jordan Peterson and Matt Dillahunty talking about magic mushrooms. It was from a debate, and it took them a while, but Pang Byrne finally caught up to me, and uh, and they just dinged my channel. So I'm a little gun-shy about playing copyrighted material, but I may play one quick clip, and it's funny, it was in the trailer for the series as well. It features a classicist, an older African-American woman, talking about how when she was a kid, her grandmother told her, no matter what they tell you in school, Cleopatra was black. And I remember I gave her the benefit of the doubt and said, in fairness, we don't know what she's going to say next. We don't know if she's going to agree or disagree with her grandmother's statement. So as it appears in the actual series, right after she says Cleopatra was black, they just cut and go to the next scene, so we never get to hear what she thought of her grandmother's statement, which seemed kind of fishy. It's like they're trying to leave it hanging out there, you know, this idea that Cleopatra was black. Sholly, I don't care what they tell you in school, Cleopatra was black. Yeah, and then there was a cluster of comments by different scholars that I wanted to include in the show, but I think I would definitely get dinged if I used it because it's just too long. But I used the microphone feature in my iPad's Notes app to capture the dialogue, and it did a pretty good job of capturing it verbatim. So that same uh, scholar who talked about her grandmother she goes on to say, we don't know her exact racial heritage. We don't know who Cleopatra's mother was. There's been a lot of research to prove that her mother was Egyptian, but we can't know for sure. And I think in fairness to this classicist, and I know her first name is Shelley, and I apologize that I can't remember her last name, but I think she's trying to tread carefully or be responsible but I have a couple of issues with what she's saying. She says we don't know her exact racial heritage. Well, I think we can say with a good deal of confidence that she was probably predominantly Macedonian Greek, with perhaps a bit of Persian and Sogdian Iranian from when her family intermarried with the Seleucids. And is it possible that a horse jumped the fence, to put it crudely, at some point, and she's partially native Egyptian? Maybe, but if you're someone that wants to believe that she was black African, as we already went over, most likely your average native Egyptian wouldn't have been phenotypically black. You know, they would have been North African. So it seems strange to say, oh, we don't know her exact racial heritage without bringing up you know, the fact that she was Macedonian Greek. Um, and she says, we don't know who Cleopatra's mother was. And as I understand it, it may not necessarily be the scholarly consensus, but there seems to be 
a strong suggestion that her mother may have very well been Cleopatra V. And then she says there's been a lot of research to prove that her mother was Egyptian. And by that, does she mean a lot of research into trying to prove that? Or does she mean evidence supporting that? I don't know. And then in fairness to her, she ends by saying, but we can't know for sure. And so then there's another scholar and she says, it's also uncertain who Cleopatra's grandmother was. Cleopatra's father was given a nickname which was illegitimate, and that's as I was touching on earlier. So people recognized that his mother had probably been somebody who was at the royal court. It's possible that she was an Egyptian. And then she says, ancient Egyptians would have had a variety of different complexions, as I've already said, as we find in other African cultures today. And as far as Cleopatra's grandmother is concerned, as I think I may have already stated, it's been speculated that she may have been a Greek Alexandrian woman. Because the reason why Alexandria in Egypt is called Alexandria, you probably already know, is because it was named thusly by Alexander the Great after he conquered Egypt. And a lot of Greeks came over to Egypt. So yeah, there's speculation that Cleopatra's grandmother may have been a Greek woman. And I was reading earlier, there's one theory that her grandmother could have been half Greek and half Egyptian, but who knows? It seems like the Ptolemies may have preferred the company of Greeks. Uh, there's a big point made of the fact that Cleopatra was supposedly the first Ptolemaic ruler to bother learning the uh, Egyptian language. And then that same scholar I was quoting, not the one who talks about her grandmother, says, given that Cleopatra represents herself as Egyptian, it's, or represented herself as Egyptian, it seems very strange that we insist on depicting her as wholly European. And that almost seems kind of strangely passive-aggressive. It's like, I'm not insisting or desiring that she be European. I'm going where the facts lead. I don't care what skin color or ethnicity someone is, except as far as historical accuracy is concerned. It's like, am I crazy? You know, maybe. And to be honest, I don't have some weird Eurocentric worldview where I go around going, boy, I'm so glad Cleopatra or Alexander the Great or Julius Caesar were European. You know, it's just history is history and historical figures were whatever they were. It's not like I'm anti Egyptian, quite the contrary. Since I was very young, I've had a love of ancient Egyptian culture and history and mythology. I'm absolutely enamored with it. And as I mentioned in the um, last episode I did on this topic, it's not like I'm trying to deny the African history of Egypt. I even said that there was actually a Kushite dynasty when you had black Kushite pharaohs, you know? I'm not here trying to convince people that, say, Nefertiti or Akhenaten or Ramses the Great were Greek. I'm just trying to say that Cleopatra was Greek because she was, you know? And, like, Nefertiti was Egyptian, and she's awesome. I don't think Cleopatra is better than Nefertiti. Nefertiti was Egyptian. Cleopatra, also awesome. Macedonian Greek, mostly, but an Egyptian ruler. And that's another thing I noticed. You have people wanting to claim Cleopatra is black, 
But you could argue that the Ptolemies were kind of colonizers, <laughs> kind of colonizers, right? I mean, in fairness, the Egyptians, as the story goes, supposedly did welcome Alexander because at the time they were under the, the heel of the Persians. They thought that Alexander would liberate them from their Persian overlords. So like, oh, okay, we'll take Macedonian rule over Persian rule, I guess, you know. But still, you know, you have the Ptolemaic dynasty uh, being established. And it's essentially a foreign dynasty lording over Egypt. So in a way, you could kind of say eh, they're kind of like colonizers or interlopers. And in fairness, once again, this time to Cleopatra, I think she did genuinely love the Egyptian people. And she won Elver Way to steep herself in Egyptian culture. And uh, she even thought of herself, or at least portrayed herself as the embodiment of Isis. And, you know, she took it upon herself to learn the Egyptian language, etc., and so I think she probably was a good Egyptian ruler, but still, you're taking this Greek lady and trying to, you know, who's the product of a uh, a foreign dynasty and trying to claim her as this black queen. Strange. And I want to take this opportunity to make a quick correction. In the last episode on this topic, I said that Cleopatra presented herself as Greek, which she did on official coinage, etc., and even in contemporaneous art like busts, etc., she's portrayed as a uh, someone dressed with a Greek melon hairstyle, wearing a Greek diadem, a Greek tunic, but, and this is kind of a, a technical thing, but apparently she liked to mix Greek and Egyptian and even Roman uh, fashion so I just wanted to make that correction. And then that classicist, that scholar, the one who talks about her grandmother, <laughs> I'm not trying to disrespect her because I actually liked how she conducted herself over the course of the series for the most part, except for those things where she touches on Cleopatra's ethnicity, because otherwise she handles herself like a responsible scholar and she seems like a likable person. But what she says at the very end of the series, she says, I want people to know the story of Cleopatra because she was an African queen. And that's a fact that's been buried. It's been erased. It's been whitewashed. Generation after generation are absolutely mesmerized by Cleopatra. Her story resonates, I think, with every woman. Well, I think she's right about her story resonating with women. Cleopatra was a very powerful, seductive woman who managed to have love affairs with some of the most powerful men in the world. You know, so I, I certainly think that's true. But the other stuff she says, like, how do you whitewash a Greek person? You know, <laughs> like, um, let's let's read it again. She was an African queen, and that's a fact that's been buried. It's been erased. It's been whitewashed. Wait, who's trying to hide the fact that Cleopatra was an African queen? She was of Greek descent, but yes, she lived in Africa. She ruled in Africa, thusly, African queen. Is that a big secret? Is someone, Egypt is in Africa. No one's trying to hide that fact, right? And then, how do you... Once again, how do you whitewash 
a Greek person? Do you like turn him into a wasp or something? You know, like, yes, we're from the Northampton Ptolemies. You know, I don't know what she's talking about. It's crazy. And then just some final thoughts, Jerry, Jerry, on uh, the casting, etc. In fairness to Adele James, the actress who was cast as Cleopatra, I always feel weird pointing out a woman's looks, but she's an attractive young actress. Um, it's kind of hard for me to gauge her performance in this role because it's hard to see past, you know, Cleopatra with a giant afro and it's hard to watch her performance without thinking of the controversy. Some Maybe it was the directing and not her, but some of the scenes were kind of absurd. For instance, one of the first scenes with her, and they're trying to emphasize the fact that Cleopatra was a scholar, they have her studying at the Library of Alexandria, so she's sitting at a desk, you know, pouring through books. But I think they're trying to direct her to play younger than she is because she looks the same as she's portrayed the rest of the series, but she has like the mannerisms of a child as she's sitting, flipping through these books. And it's just very weird. And then there's a scene where it's kind of like Xena, warrior princess. They have Cleopatra learning sword fighting and she bests her sword fighting instructor and holds the blade to his throat, you know? But in fairness, I have no idea if the historical Cleopatra ever received any military training. I haven't heard of it. I don't know. But uh, it, the scene seemed a bit over the top. And then as far as uh, some of the other casting, I thought the actors they cast as Julius Caesar and Mark Antony, they were kind of, I don't know if they were right for the roles, but they were kind of charismatic and likable. I noticed that the guy they cast as Caesar, I think famously Caesar was supposedly self-conscious about his premature balding and used to comb his hair forward. This guy seemed uh, like he had a decent head of hair. And at first I thought maybe he seemed a little too young to be Caesar, but the age might have been right. Uh, you know, if you do the math when he first met Cleopatra, etc. And Mark Antony looked, he had like bedhead, but maybe they're trying to get the point across that he was this kind of dissolute guy who liked partying a bit too much or whatever. And I also thought it was weird he had facial hair because I know the norm was Roman men were usually clean shaven, but I looked it up and supposedly Mark Antony did sometimes wear a beard. So I'll give him that. But in general, if you don't see it, I don't think you're really missing anything. And I would say the principled stance would be to not watch it. You know, send the message that you value historical accuracy and you want historical accuracy to not take a backseat to political messaging, you know. And at the end of the day, as I said at the beginning of the episode, the quality is like that of one of those myriad you know, standard boilerplate documentaries that you used to see on the History Channel or Discovery or A&E, where you have interviews with scholars interspersed with, you know, B-grade or C-grade reenactments, you know, cheesy reenactments. So you are definitely not missing anything if you skip it, you know.
I don't think there's any reason to watch it unless you're unless you have a podcast or a YouTube channel and you want to do a review. With that being said, as always, thanks for listening and or watching. And I promise you guys that the next episode will not be about ancient Macedonians or Cleopatra. Okay, until next time.